0: this is radiant reflections the podcast of the radiant life church in sturgis michigan our heart for you is that you would live like jesus and share his love in this episode of radiant reflections pastor brandon kinsey pastor josh harama and pastor ryan bibb break down a bit more pastor josh's message based on the movie the rise of Skywalker. And towards the end of this podcast, the team realized that there actually needed to be a part two. So here's part one of Radiant Reflections, episode number five.
1: Hey, I'm Josh Harrima here for Radiant Reflections, episode five. Everybody say five. 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 Yeah, episode <laughs> five. I am here today with Pastor Brandon Kinsey and Pastor Ryan Bibb, both uh, pastors here at Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. And it is Star Wars Day when we're shooting this, May the 4th, so happy Star Wars Day to you, even if you hear this a little bit later. It's never a bad day for Star Wars. That's Star uh, Trek. I'm going to smack you right now. (laughs) Why? Our listeners have
2: no idea what I just did.
1: No, so if if you're listening, uh, he just threw up some Spock uh, hand signals there, and... uh, we will force choke him later. No, I mean, no, we won't. We won't. We won't do that. Uh, well, hey. So yesterday at Radiant Life, we had a message, and we looked at Galatians chapter five and a little bit of Romans chapter seven, looking at Paul, this guy who went around and started a bunch of churches in the in the first century, and uh, and he's writing to these churches, and he's he's trying to describe to them what a life that is led by the Spirit looks like, as contrasted. With a life that is led by our sinful nature. And uh, so we had a message about this yesterday. You guys listened to the message, right? You guys were here when we, we
2: did that? I breezed through it. You breezed through it?
1: You are like, <laughs> yeah, it seems a little bit strange. And we actually, so this is in our At the Movie series. So we, we drew some parallels between Galatians 5 and the movie The Rise of Skywalker. So again, very fitting since it is Star Wars Day today. It just all fell in place pretty
2: nicely. Maybe the so, Lord had his hand upon this whole thing. Hey, you know,
1: I I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Uh, so really though, this conversation about flesh versus spirit, uh this brought me back a few years to a time where the three of us, Ryan, Brandon, and myself, were sitting in a Buffalo Wild Wings and and we just started kicking I don't even remember, do you guys remember how did it I didn't even start. We just we, we got going down a conversation and and we kind of started to put together the idea for a book. And and the the basic idea behind the book lines up with this idea of spirit versus
2: flesh, but how in the world did we even get going Do down remember? that path in the first place? I just remember it happening, but I don't remember how it like was stimulated, like how did it get started?
1: Yeah, I mean it was it was bonkers. We've got somewhere still in existence, our napkins from BW, we, we asked for like extra napkins, uh, and Ryan definitely has the neatest handwriting out of all of us, <laughs> he, was, he was busting stuff out, we were just cranking up these ideas, all, all about this idea of flesh versus spirit. Yeah. So regardless of how we arrived at that topic, uh, we, we started to dig in a little bit, and uh, what, what imagery did we use in, that, in our, our idea for the book? What?
3: We used a dog, but I don't know why we used a dog.
2: Well, it was like, which one do you feed? like uh, or, or starving one and feeding another sort of thing. And I think we were looking at these two parallels of which dog. There was the flesh dog and the spirit dog. And we talked about which one you would feed, which, which one would thrive based on which one you would feed. That's what I remember from it. Yeah. I mean, we went down a few bunny trails, <laughs> With
3: that whole thing. <laughs> we're also eating hot buffalo wild wings. Like yeah. The hot wings, chicken wings at the same time. So
2: I think that was the last time I had the mango habanero sauce. Was it well
1: was that the time because the one time you tried the that ghost pepper one? What are they what is the name of that one?
2: Uh I don't know, Satan Spit or something. Like but that, like you
1: <laughs> but you tried like one wing of that. It like, was
2: ridiculously hot. I will like, never do that again. Crying
1: your eyes out kind yeah. of thing. It
2: was it was <laughs> But it helped with the conversation, so maybe I should do it again. Just, just to maybe, <laughs>
1: maybe it was because you chose that, and that was like your flesh speaking. You were oh, yeah.
2: to, I don't know. I was feeding I the know. wrong
1: dog. <laughs> I don't think a dog would eat a hot wing that was that I spicy. Yeah, I, I think dogs are dogs I are human more than that. Right. I, I don't, I don't go that far. But again, so we talked about this idea of, of the flesh dog versus the spirit dog, and and this idea that whatever dog you feed. Right. That is what will manifest in your life, right? This, you know, Paul talks about, hey, this is, these are the results of the sinful nature. In Galatians 5, he talks about this, and he talks about sexual immorality and drunkenness and envy and anger, you know, this whole list of things. And then he contrasts that at the yeah. end, Galatians of, and towards the end of Galatians 5, and he talks about the fruit of the Spirit,
2: yeah.
1: right? And, and the idea being that whatever dog you feed— That that's kind of where you'll you'll either manifest these these results of the sinful nature or the the fruits of the spirit. So, what are some things? What does it look like, Ryan, to feed the spirit dog? Like, how do you, you know? So, if we're saying, hey, we have some say in the matter as to what dog we feed, what does it look like for a person who's a follower of Jesus? They have the Holy Spirit, so they have a spirit dog. Because right, when you're a follower of Jesus, you have Holy Spirit living within you. What does it look like to feed the spirit dog?
3: Oh, so your question is, what does it look like to feed the spirit dog? Yes. Oh, I mean, the first thing that <clears throat> first thing that I would say and jump in, man, is, is feed the spirit dog. Is, is, is you got to get into God's Word and allow God's Word to just transform you every single day allow worship, get into worship, get into God's presence every single day. And just even, I mean, here it is, like you guys said, it's May, May the four on Monday morning. And I had one of the best quiet times I've had in a long time. My, my quiet times have been really good. But this morning, dude, I just sat in the presence of God and Holy Spirit was just saying things to me. It was just so enriching and good. And I walked out of my home office like, this is awesome. Like, Spirit dog definitely got fed, but I allowed my moment in God's word to do that for me. And then I just turned on a worship song and I repeated it three times mm. and just sat in it. And it was awesome. Like, absolutely awesome but if we ever want to dial back and sit there and go man I got to get this flesh side out of me in order to do it you have to get into the presence of God and let the holy spirit convict you on things encourage you on things and form you more into the image of Jesus
1: yeah that's good anything you want to add to that
2: I, I, well I I've my quiet times of I don't want to say they're dull but uh, I've been in the Gospel of Mark, and I'm just getting ready to finish it up, and it's the crucifixion. Uh, in fact, I was reading about him being flogged this morning, and the emotions, like I've almost been avoiding my quiet times because I don't want to deal with the emotions of Jesus being crucified. You know, we just celebrated Easter not that long ago. and uh, But just reading that, and, and I miss those kind of quiet times that you're describing because I've had those, and I absolutely love those. That's what just totally feeds that spirit dog, but here lately, it's um, I've just been struggling. Like I've been uh, numbing myself with distraction. I realized that. I actually journaled that this morning. Uh, that I've been numbing myself with distraction because I don't want to deal with the emotions, uh, knowing that what Jesus did for me. Um, so, but I I'm totally I I don't have anything to add to Ryan, but I just want to let our listeners know or our watchers that. Like there are times where you get in there and you have those moments, and there's times that you don't. It's okay, but keep after it. Don't give up yeah. because those moments will absolutely yeah. happen. And and
3: I will say, in my quiet time, I only read nine verses. This yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's it. And Wait, God you don't read those.
2: books of the no, Bible. No, I do. At a time. <laughs> I never.
3: I will say this to our listeners and watchers: I never read a chapter at a time. Yeah. Never. Yeah. My goal isn't get to th- it My goal isn't to get through the Bible. It's to get the Bible in me. Oh, come on. And so I read very slow and and meditate on on shorter passages. So nine verses, I didn't want to leave. I did not want to. I mean, we had to come here to do this. But I was in that moment of after nine verses, and just a song came to my mind, and I asked my Apple Pod to play it. And I kept saying, repeat song, repeat song. (laughs) It wasn't a whole lot of stuff but only nine verses allows God to do something. So for those that are listening, when you want to feed spirit dog and sit and go into God's word, it doesn't have to be huge chunks. Mm -hmm. I'm very small chunk guy, but maybe huge chunks do work for you, which is awesome. Do that, but don't feel like I have to get all this read in order to get God to speak to me or to me. You don't, you can do it in shorter chunks. And that's just the way God uses my quiet times.
2: I like to marinate in it. I mean, what are those trendy things that came out at Christmas time? Instant pot, crock pot, to crock pot. I've been looking at getting one of those. <laughs> okay, an, <Instapot? laughs> an okay. instant pot. An instant pot. But those, those are like a quicker version of a crock pot, right? Yeah. Where, but what you're saying is like you're more of a crock pot if like you're stewing in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the beauty of the instant pot is it utilizes pressure. So sometimes maybe pressure. There you go. Expedites the process. Yeah. We're in the middle of a crisis, right? And we have oh, talked about okay. this, how, yeah. how, how crisis, uh, well, Kerry Newhoff says crisis is the cradle of innovation. Yep. Uh, I also think crisis can be a crucible to really kind of test where we're at with our faith and hopefully help us grow in our faith. So, so That's yeah, good.
2: We're, right. now, now we're going to have to write a book about
1: instant pop faith.
2: We should know. add that, to maybe a chapter <laughs> okay, in the that'll
1: book. Be the, that'll be a, in the foreword. <laughs> I, don't, I don't
2: know. But here's the <laughs> danger with with,
3: uh, with with our flesh and flesh dog. And Josh, you hit it in your message yesterday morning was, we are bent with a sinful nature. And so, I mean, there's sayings out there, I was just born with anger. Well, perhaps you were because you were born with that bent of that sin but the Holy Spirit can do incredible works. And if we believe in Second Corinthians five seventeen that the old is gone, the new is here in Christ Jesus, yeah. then you don't have to sit there and say, well, I was born that way. Mm-hmm. I was born in that sin or whatever. You were born in the sin, but because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross in the grave, that the cross is empty and the grave's empty, <laughs> um, the power that's there that rose Jesus from the grave lives in us and Absolutely. he can transform us. Yes. So I, I, those listeners and, and watchers, you have to understand that God's presence, if you follow Jesus, God's presence is within you. The Holy Spirit is in you and has the power to absolutely transform you into a new person that and, we don't have to live by the flesh right.
2: And that is our identity. Absolutely. Because we find our identity in these things. Yeah. You know, you mentioned anger, like we find our identity, but that isn't our true identity. It is that the spirit of God is living in us if we have that relationship. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Because, I mean, people
3: say, well, that's just who I am. No, it's not. <laughs> right. It is not. You may have been born with that flesh dog, that bent of sin. Yeah. But if you follow Jesus, that is not who you are. You are who God says you are, and you are transformed by his
1: power.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm amen. He's getting, he's getting fired up I, here, ladies
1: and gentlemen. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> Me and kids, you just sit back, He go and preach. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. What, that's what, what else you got? <laughs> so now I, I think it's important, though, because you know, we're saying, hey, for, for people who follow Jesus, right, we have this Holy Spirit, we have access to this power, yet many of us still struggle.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, we have this natural bent, we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us. How do we, how do we, is that something where we just have to try to live in tension? Is this something where we can over time, uh, in a sense, uh, kill the flesh dog? Is it? What does that look like? Kinsey, unpack that a little bit.
2: Well, because I, I think when we, I think some memories are coming to mind, because this was a while ago when we, when we had those discussions mm-hmm. several years ago. Uh, it was like trying to starve out the one. Uh, I'd, I don't know theology-wise about actually killing the flesh dog. I don't know. I'd have to really process that. But what does it look like to starve it to allow the spirit dog to thrive and to be stronger than the flesh dog. and um, Yeah, I, I, I just think of my early walk and really struggling with some things, struggling with sin that was in my life and just kept going back to it over and over uh, because that was my default. That's, uh, that's how my mind would work is I, I didn't know any better. So, when something would happen, I would just default back to that. You know, you mentioned anger, Ryan. Like, that was a default for me. For me, it was, uh, you know, abusing drugs, uh, sort of thing, Uh, abusing alcohol. Like, those were defaults that I had early in my walk. And uh, I did bring up a verse. It's a very kind of gruesome verse here in Proverbs uh, chapter 26. But as a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. (laughs) <laughs> that was totally me but that totally also that verse spawned our conversation we did talk about it. because we were like why are we always returning to our vomit i because it, it's so disgusting but yet we go back <laughs> we do to it, it we do yeah. it anyway and we're like seriously because i've i i've had animals in the past and i've seen a dog do that it's like oh <laughs> like that is gross but, it, okay, but you pull that back to our own life, and it's like, why do I go back to that? Why do I go back to that addiction? Why do I look at that thing on the internet? Like, why do I keep doing that? It's like returning my... The, and to me, it kind of goes back to renewing our mind mm-hmm. and renewing our heart. And Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, uh, uh, in, in Romans 12, like, there's all these different things about renew. and so that was a process. So for me... It took a little bit of time. It wasn't like this instant thing. You know, like our a our, our friend Pastor J B, you know, he was having some struggles and the night that he accepted Christ, like some of those struggles were instantaneous for him. Like I covet that testimony. At the same time, I think God has used my process of going through that to help relate to other people. And God has used that story to help minister to other people. So did I answer your question? I really went <laughs> <laughs> I because I, I went down a but here's here's so, a great relation, <laughs> sort
3: of ish. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, yeah. but to bring it back, like you as a follower, of Jesus, there's an enemy of your soul, right? That wants you to go back to the vomit. Yeah, come back, it's really attractive, right? And, and, that. And, but it is for a moment, or we wouldn't keep returning to oh, it. Oh, geez, yeah, like sin is fun for a season, but the consequences will always catch up, mm, yeah, and so that's why we keep returning to it because. I I don't know if we, man, I just hit it. Galatians 5. Josh, you talked about it, but um, the very beginning of Galatians chapter 5 says this um, for freedom, Christ set us free. Yeah. Like we have to walk in that freedom, knowing that the power of the Holy Spirit is in us and we are free. We don't have to go back to that vomit. Right. Even though the enemy of our soul is sitting there going, man, that vomit looks really good right now. (laughs) You know, and you hit it a little bit too. Paul's saying, Paul, who's sitting there planning all these churches in the first century world, sitting there going, I don't know why my flesh keeps doing this. I do what I don't want to do. yeah, And I can't do what I want to do. Right. It's the whole flesh dog, spirit dog battle. But it's just an interesting that so many people, and it hurts on the outside that when you sit there and look at, look at friends and family members who have done this, um, it hurts, right? Mm-hmm. It hurts to know that why are you going back to that vomit yeah. all the time? There's yeah. so much more freedom on the other side of this. And I think that's why I'm even more passionate to reach reach lost people and to really help people mature in their relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Because don't go back. That thing is ugly. That vomit right. is nasty. It's smelly. It's disgusting. Don't go back. There's a greater way. And that's called walking with Jesus. And yeah, yeah I don't know where I'm going with that, but I just felt like saying that.
1: Which um, I, I do want to clarify real quick, because if you're listening to this and you're like, and you're not, you didn't grow up in church, you're not familiar with this. When he uses that term, lost people, we're talking about people that do not have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, That's that's a word you'll hear floated around in church a lot. So thats he's not talking about people that don't have <laughs> GPS or a map. Uh, we're talking about people that we would, we would consider spiritually lost because yeah. they haven't found uh, that right relationship with God through Jesus back. So sorry, Kinsey, you were going to say well,
2: something. Well, a thought that came to mind when Ryan shared is... Uh, like i wonder sometimes in the moment we don't even realize that it's vomit cuz yeah. it's it's been our normal yeah even though it's not normal like that's not what god intended sort of thing Be- because of our our sin our bents that we have we think that's our normal and yeah sometimes it's easier for us to Outside, we look into other people's lives, the family members, our neighbors, whatever, and it's so obvious to us, but we're so blinded mm. in our own, like, self-deception. I talk about that a lot. Just, like, we're so self-deceived that we don't see it in our own lives, but yet we seem to have twenty-twenty vision on everybody else's <laughs> life, <laughs> right? But we're was it farsighted Which- or nearsighted where you can't see close? It's like, is it opposite? Farsighted means you can't see close. Or you only see far away? I can't even remember.
3: I, well, I never remember <laughs> that. I don't
2: know. I, well, Do we have I, any ophthalmologists uh, listening yeah, or watching? Throw it in the comments, I guess. <laughs> let but, us, let I, us know. But whatever it is, whatever the term is, that you can't see close. Like, we can't see it in our own lives. But, man, we can see it in everybody else's life. It's like, why can't we see the... You know the vomit in our own life, so to speak.
1: Which you did a really cool message. I, this was a while ago now, right? But you you actually you hauled people up on, and they did like a, a race to see who could saw the oh, board yeah. the quickest. I mean, and you kind of addressed that idea. Do you remember? Do you remember that message? Well, the it, sawing like the log in the eye. yeah the yeah. So then,
2: the, you know we sawed the boards, which was really cool. Um, it, you know, everybody cheered because we had a race and everything. But I reached down and I picked up some of the sawdust which came from that log, and that log is in our own eye. So uh, sometimes, uh, quite often, is the sin that we see in other people's lives, <laughs> it's actually coming out of our own life, the, the sin, whether we admit it or not. We, we like to point out these sins in other people's lives, but maybe deep down we have that bent, like you were saying, Ryan, is deep within that, we just don't want to admit it.
1: Right, so we go around and it's easy for us to look and say, wow, they have a huge flesh dog, they have a huge flesh dog, they have a huge flesh dog. <laughs> All the while, like, our flesh dog is leading us around on a leash, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that's a good way to put it, so, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. We,
3: had a, we had a lot of napkins.
1: We did, we had like, we had chapter titles, we had, we I think we had a, a drawing for the cover,
2: even. We did, we? it oh, was, yeah. it was
3: gonna, yeah, be a bowl. Remember,
2: uh-huh. like a dog bowl. Yeah. Was there's? Was there food spilled or something?
1: I think so because because one of the things that we talked about, right, is this idea that we want to mm. feed the the spirit dog, mm. but and, and it was like man, why won't this flesh dog die? But it's like there's there's something within us again like that sin nature that's gonna that's gonna try to pull us towards even well, uh, yeah, you know, I shouldn't feed I shouldn't feed flesh dog, but I'm just gonna give him just a couple of kibbles, couple of kibbles. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Yeah. I'm just gonna just going to watch that movie with maybe a questionable scene. I'm just going to
2: oh, Now you're getting real. I'm just you know <laughs> That's too practical. I'm just I'm
1: just going to go to the bar to to hang out. Not not going to get anything to drink. Right. Just going to go hang out. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go, you know, and we and we just we throw him a couple of kibbles and he keeps on kicking.
2: Huh? <laughs> well, I, it reminds me, you see these little memes or these little videos uh, are vines still a thing? I don't dude, like you just dated yourself.
1: <laughs> no, no, because yeah, it's the it's. I didn't know what those were until like some of the high school students. Vines are those short so little ago.
2: clips, like ten seconds. You've seen those videos where like someone's walking a dog and it sees something and it just takes off and like it pulls the kid down or that. That's the visual that I'm thinking with. Uh, do do we, whether it's the flesh dog or the spirit dog, like which dog is. Yanking us, right? Because I think there can be times where the Spirit is saying, no, I want you to head over in this direction sort of thing. Uh, uh-oh, I'm starting to sense another chapter Oh, this book here. This
3: you but, got a napkin? Uh, Galatians 5.25, <laughs> if we live by the Spirit, let
2: us also keep in step with the Spirit. Yes. I think he wrote that in Ephesians 2, chapter 1. So I'm gonna you look you and keep that, keep and that, keeping in step,
1: right? When they, when yes. they think about keeping in step, when they talk about walking, because uh, I believe it's uh, maybe it's at the front end of that chapter uh, or verse sixteen. What's verse sixteen? You've got your, you've got it right there. Uh, your verse
3: sixteen is: I say then, walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh.
1: So when they talk about walking you know and when we read that in scripture this is not talking about like i'm gonna go out for a jog or it's like oh hey today i'm gonna to go walk with the spirit this is talking about a lifestyle so this is a lifestyle that is characterized yeah, yeah. by you yeah. by me letting the spirit lead and in fact i believe it's galatians 5 25 or 26 where paul talks about hey we need to let the holy spirit lead in every part of our life yeah. every part He's he's not saying hey it's okay if you still throw a few kibbles to flesh dog, mm-hmm. you know he's saying man you got to let Holy Spirit lead in every part of your life you're looking something up there. Kansas. I was looking because I think that? he
2: mentions that, like he Paul talked about this several times at several different churches mm-hmm. of being in step. I thought he wrote to Ephesus. I just can't find the verse right now. But yeah, that idea of being step in step. Now here's a thought that I had, especially when this whole COVID nineteen thing kicked off and being quarantined is. Our pace of life was so fast. We had to run here, take kids there. We had this meeting over here. And I wonder if Holy Spirit's pace is much slower than what our Western culture is. And now that we're in quarantine, we have an opportunity to slow down and have these awesome quiet times like you did today. Like, I didn't want to tear away from my time in the Word and worship to come shoot this uh, podcast, sort of. Like, I think we're. I wonder if God's using this to slow us down. I'm not saying, I don't want to get into the theology of whether he caused it or not, but he can use things, right? I wonder if he wants to use this for us to get step in step with the spirit and allow that dog to begin to lead us.
1: Which I do want to take a moment, and you guys can jump in and disagree. Oh, I'm ready I mean, to but disagree. I mean. So they've both talked about quiet times. You know, Ryan's talked about having awesome t- quiet times. Kinsey, you said use you feel like yours are kind of dull. I do think it's important that people understand. Like, just be, you might not have like a mountaintop, like you're face to face with Jesus every time you read the Bible. Sure. That does not mean
2: that it isn't meaningful. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I do. Yeah, think yeah it's I important can speak into we, that because that kind of I think the Holy Spirit can use those times. Oh, I remember reading that. So, it may not be this mountaintop experience, but Holy Spirit, because now that we've put it in us, Holy Spirit can pull that out of us. Whoa, that was good. That was good. I was, I was like, I you better write that I one write down. That for later. down. <laughs> I'm going to rewatch this myself to catch that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Holy Spirit can draw those things out of us if we put it in there. It's hard for Holy Spirit to do things in us if the pieces aren't there. And so, even if you have a doll or not a mountaintop experience, Holy Spirit can use those things down the road. That's happened to me multiple times where I was in this doll season, uh, multiple doll seasons, and Holy Spirit almost connected all of them at some point. It's like it was beyond a mountaintop experience, but it was down the road. It, it wasn't in that moment. That's happened several times.
1: Yeah, growth can still happen even if you Absolutely. don't feel like
2: it's the
1: most magical
2: experience of your
1: life. So don't my encouragement is to not get discouraged if you're if you're like, man, I just I don't I don't feel like it's this, you know, awesome, awesome thing. It's like, hey, if you show up and you're digging into scripture and you're giving Holy Spirit space to speak to you and to and to speak to you through his word or, you know, through some other means, uh, that is absolutely meaningful. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. So you were, but you were talking about Ephesians. Did you ever get to your Ephesians? I did. I gave up.
2: <laughs> you gave up.
1: No, I mean, Paul does, Paul does address this. He mentions it several, several places. And yeah. in fact, I guess if Paul was going to write this book that we were working on, uh, there would actually be a third dog. And, and some of you, if you like grew up in church or if you're like a super like Bible geek, like uh, some people are, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you,
2: you notice. You say that like that's a bad thing. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, yeah,
3: I
1: don't. That's
2: not a bad thing. My
3: kids have called me a Bible nerd before. <laughs> so I'm like, well, thank you.
1: Yeah, right.
2: that, to me, that's a compliment. That's right. uh,
1: but no, maybe you also noticed if you read through Romans 7 or Galatians 25 or in several of the other places where Paul talks about this, he would actually have a third dog. Paul would have a, a law dog uh, because the audience that Paul was writing to, a lot of them uh, were, were coming out of Judaism or uh, they were Gentiles with Gentile anyone who wasn't Jewish. Uh, They were Gentiles who came to faith in Jesus. However, Jewish followers of Jesus were trying to make them become a Jew first. I mean, so Paul was navigating, in a sense, way more complicated territory uh, than what we have to tackle. So as you read through that, you will see lots of references to the law. You know, uh, Paul grew up, he was Jewish, he was a Pharisee. He would have been like a law man, you know, within Judaism. Uh, so he's he's writing about one of these so other So he was a dogs. rule follower. He was a rule follower. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do you relate to that at all? Uh, I do. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, one of one of our jokes is that I am I am the staff Pharisee here at Radiant Life uh, Church, but I'm also a little bit punk rock. So I'm just I have personality disorders. <laughs> and I don't I don't know.
3: He needs prayer. That's
1: right. Absolutely. I'll take prayer anytime I can get it. But, so no so as you read those when you when you see those references to the law, uh, again, Paul
2: is and you is, see that playing out in Acts where Paul, yeah, it, and there there was a meeting after a missionary trip and even Peter piped in on that and you could see there was a lot of tension about the law and the Jews and Gentiles uh, sort of thing.
1: Ooh, so actually real quick, real Uh-oh. quick because we're actually we're we're running out of time here, but I do want to I do want to bring that up because as we're sitting here think, I'm thinking, you know, we, maybe we don't have that ingrained Jewish culture, you know, where where the law was, you know, kind of. Uh, this is our one of our big connections to God, right? But what are some ways? You know, we talked about flesh dog, spirit dog. Do you think there are ways that right now, in especially in the Western world, in the United States, to where we have kind of our own law dog, to where we have traditions or practices that that we hold up as equivalent to God's word that maybe aren't, that could compete Hmm. for our devotion. I don't know, this is, just as we were just talking, that
2: popped into my mind, so. It's an interesting question. The first thing that comes to my mind is that church is on a Sunday morning at a building, where that isn't the church, right? Like you listening, you're like you're the church. It's a movement of people. I mean don't get me wrong I love our Sunday morning experience I love connecting with people I love our worship team I love the teachings that happen but that's not like the church like did did the early church did I mean they would get together at the synagogues but they wouldn't just be there sort of thing like I wonder if I don't know you got my gears turning Maybe we'll have to do a we'll have to do another episode. We may have something. to do a
3: follow up to that. My yeah, my head's going in a hundred directions. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> towards to, the end, I need to think before I speak <laughs> yeah, on yeah, this yeah. one. I don't want to get in trouble, but I Put think there are a lot of I'm going to call sacred cows that Ooh. or that cause our devotion there that aren't they're unhealthy. Yeah. Um, but what we need to do another podcast related to that.
1: Yeah, I actually I think it would be fantastic. Uh, and you guys will have to maybe remind me, or JB, who's on the other side here, you will have to remind me. It would be great to do an episode about this, and I actually want to get JB's opinion on this too. JB, brilliant, brilliant guy, um, he is. He's he's shaking his head. You can't see him shaking his head. He's being humble. He is. The camera. I, I actually th- I think JB would have a lot to bring <laughs> to the conversation as we as we as we unpack uh, that that law dog aspect and kind of how that plays out uh, yeah. in the modern American church. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe he disagrees. <laughs> but follow-up episode to come. Uh, but yes. for now, uh, yeah. I any mean, last thoughts you guys yes. want to add?
3: Okay. I, I, need, I need to add this. It, 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 it needs to be. Um, Jesus' own words, like mm. when we wrestle with, with flesh dog and spirit dog, uh, Jesus' own words, Matthew, tw- uh, Matthew 16, verses 24, uh, Jesus told his disciples this, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. In order to be a true disciple, follower of Jesus, you have to deny yourself. You have to starve that flesh dog and be infilled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, crucify the flesh dog and you can come after me.
1: Yeah, that self doesn't just mean, you know, deny the things that you want. It means deny all of the things that your sinful nature wants. That natural leaning away from God. You have to deny that.
3: And you may have to make some tough decisions. You... This isn't for everyone, but you may have to, you may have to get a new group of friends mm. because this group of friends of here are f- throwing the little kibbles yeah. towards flesh dog yeah. and that's not healthy. Yeah, you're gonna that. have yeah. to sit there and say, God, where do I have to carve out to truly follow you? Where do I have to deny myself and starve the flesh dog?
1: Yeah, yeah maybe you're in a workplace that is, is toxic, yeah. right? And, yeah, and, absolutely. and you know that the influence that your coworkers are having on you is dragging you down. Mm. Yeah. I mean, not easy. Not, not easy. easy. Not yeah. easy. But, but not, possible. But possible. But possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, want to thank you for joining us for episode five. Again, we'll have to do a follow up to this one. But episode five of Radiant Reflections, if your platform allows, we would love it if you would rate, review, oh. subscribe. You go ahead and subscribe again. We're on boatloads of different podcast outlets. Uh, you can also watch and listen on YouTube. You can go over to the Radiant Life Church YouTube channel and go ahead and subscribe. Then when we put out new content, you will be notified of that. But thank you for hanging out with us today for Radiant Reflections.
0: Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.